happy birthday to me. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to force you to suffer through a serenity of myself to celebrate my birthday, which was yesterday, August the 5th, um, in which I, the mistress of pop culture, Andrew DeVitri, turned 31 years young. Hi, everybody. How are you? I took a day off to celebrate my birthday, which was just lovely, much needed. Um, I feel like I feel older. I feel I mean, when I went from 29 to 30, I definitely felt a shift in terms of maturity and just overall you know, my general demeanor, but 30 to 31 actually feels like more of a mature moment. Now, I'm definitely one of those folks who's going to be dreading, God willing, 34 to 50 and then 39 to, um, no, 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 wait, 34 to 35 and then 39 to 40. I just, I don't know. I feel like I'm a 16-year-old kid at heart, and I'm very youthful, which I think is great, and I'm definitely mature, much more mature than, you know, my colleagues, my friends, and everybody around me, because everybody around me is, you know, settled down, married, having kids, and or pregnant, Um, but most of them are married and, you know, own homes. I myself am a renter in LA, living a fabulous life. I'm not going to, you know, deny that. You know, I drive a nice car, I live a fabulous life, but, you know, I'm still not settled down. I'm very much single, and, you know, I'm just in a bit of limbo land. But I feel like a lot of people in LA are like that, so I, I'm in good company. And some of my really successful friends are, you know, on the same boat, in the same boat as I am, too, so it's it's okay, but... Anyways, it was a lovely birthday. I spent the day by the pool. I relaxed. I, you know, did some organizing with my mom because, you know, my parents are uh, semi-retired, so I'm helping them clean up their house. They have so much stuff, and it's, you know, kind of cool, but also kind of sad because I'm picking stuff that, like, I want to keep for myself one day in the future, hopefully in the far, 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 far future. Um, You know, both my sister and I, so... Uh, and I got to spend a little bit of time with my niece and nephew. They came in my room early in the morning, woke me up, which was great. I got so much love from my friends. So thank you so much to all my friends and, you know, whatnot for, for just showing me the love. I really appreciated it. Birthdays are weird. The older you get, they're not as sentimental as they used to be, but that's okay. But, um, of course, the day I take off, there was so much news, which I read. I didn't really pay much attention to work and whatnot. I really took the day to just enjoy myself and reflect upon what's been going on in my life, what needs to change, what I want to keep. Um, and just feel a lot of gratitude because we're living in really uncertain times. Um, and you know, it's just been, it's been just fabulous. So happy 31 to me and I'm, you know, 31 years more mature today. So yeah. But anyways, that's pretty much all that's going on with me. I hope everybody's having a really good week. Happy Thursday, thirsty Thursday. Hope everybody goes out and has a cocktail with a mask on. Um, it's really weird. You like can't go up a cop. I don't even. I can't even talk anymore. You can't go out for cocktails anymore, which is just really odd. But I had a really nice glass of Portuguese wine tonight, and I haven't had wine in a moment because you know I've been traveling. I, I sort of, I don't drink as much as I used to because I just find that it take the recovery period, the grace period for me to get better, just is much more extended. And you know, I guess that comes with age. They say with age comes wisdom, but for me, with age comes longer hangovers. So that sucks. But um, yeah, it was it was just yeah, whatever. Anyways, I have some great stories for you today to sort of catch up on stuff that I didn't discuss yesterday. Um, because you know, the world never stops turning in the world of pop culture. And that's why I'm Andrew DeVitri, the mission of pop culture, I bring, uh, you know, all all juicy stories of, uh, you know, worthy of your time, pop culture worthy of your time. So yeah. Anyways, okay. So without further ado, everybody, here are the stories of the day. I have five really good ones for you. The first one is from TMZ. Um, and occasionally I dip into politics and this is a borderline political slash 
pop culture-based story because it has to do with a political figure and a pop culture figure. Um, and that is, of course, President Trump. I'm not helping Kanye get on the ballot. Oh, and I just love Kim. Donald Trump says he's not pulling strings to help Kanye West get on state ballots for the presidential election, but he's got lots of good things to say about Ye and Kim K. Uh, Trump denied claims he's encouraging Republicans to help Kanye get on the ballot for pres in swing states. He was asked by a reporter during a Wednesday press conference if he was encouraging several excuse me, Republican um, operatives who allegedly were helping Ye. He said no. By the way, the video is on TMZ if you want to read this article. I think it's one of the top ones. Uh, POTUS says he likes Kanye very much. He did not seem to know about Kanye's recent struggles with mental illness, but said Kanye has always been nice to him. That paled in comparison to his praise for Kim, whom Trump largely credited with convincing him to release several inmates, including Alice Johnson. As you know, Trump and Kim have worked together on presidential pardons. Um, and that's the end of the article. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. I don't... I, I'm not here to give my political opinion. I, I think I made it very clear where my views stand and sort of which party I'm affiliated with. But I am someone who is completely open to all viewpoints and, you know, sort of all areas of the spectrum because that's just who I am. And if you have a different view than me, I just I'm the type of person that likes to engage in conversation, and really understand different points of view, POVs. Now, what I have to say about this situation is thus. I know for fact by uh, via you know process of deduction and you know whatnot that the current president of the United States is very much driven by ego and how he how well or you know not well he is received by the general public and i understand that because i know people in my personal life who sort of operate in that same vein now do i uh, excuse or can i justify some of the horrible things that have come out of this administration's uh i don't know time in office no absolutely not but i will say this i know that mr west kanye west who i've said many a time before i'm a huge fan of his music all falls down is my favorite song ever by kanye back in the day when i was in middle school i used to play that like music video on repeat stacy dash from clueless is in it dion um i think kanye and the current president are very much kindred spirits and i i just i feel like they have a mutual respect for one another i think what kanye's wife is doing is incredible um pardoning inmates who uh, are i guess sh- uh, overcharged with sentences that were minimal crimes. I think what Kim is doing is incredible. I just, I, I could go on and on and on about it, but this isn't about that. But what I have to say about this is that I think, I actually genuinely believe that the, uh, you know, president, he doesn't know about Kanye's current state. And I think that's okay because he's busy running a damn country. Um, so yeah, I, I, uh, I think his answer was very respectful, which is shocking because I know the president is definitely someone who is baited and provoked to make outlandish statements. Um, and yeah, I, I just I'm glad though that he appreciates what Kim is doing because Kim is really trying to make the world a better place. And I think kudos to her for taking her massive platform as arguably one of the most famous gals in our country, um, if not the most famous, and doing good, doing right. And that to me is, you know, that's there's nothing more you can do. And I think that's incredible. So, yeah, brava, Kim, brava! 
Now, our second story of the day is about a, another influencer, not as famous as Kim, but he's very famous and he's very handsome. And he's also very controversial. And that is, of course, Jake Paul. This is from E! News. YouTube star Jake Paul's home raided by FBI. I don't know if you know who Jake Paul is, but he's an influencer. He's a, a former Viner who transitioned to YouTube and him and his brother Logan, who is a babe, who looks a lot like my friend Tanner who's like a Midwestern Wisconsin boy, who's like probably the best looking person I've ever seen, if I may say so myself. Um, he doesn't listen to this podcast because I don't even think he knows I have a podcast, but that's okay because I love my selfish friends. I'm just kidding. Wink, wink. Um, but he's, he's found himself in a bit of hot water. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be this to you and then we're going to dissect it because that's what I do. Um, Jake Paul's home has been searched by the FBI on Wednesday, August 5th. Let me, before I even continue this article, the fact that there's so much scandal occurred on the 5th of August, the day of my birth, the day of Andrew Dimitri's birth, it just means that I think I was destined to be the mistress of pop culture and create a, a space where I could talk about things that I really, really am passionate about that, you know, maybe you may not care about, but I really care about it. And August the 5th is just the greatest day of the year because not only was I born, but all these scandals happened and I just, I live for a scandal. I, it, it feeds me. It, it's just like the equivalent of nursing a baby, nursed and being fed milk. It's like, it's primal survival. It's what I need to literally function on a day-to-day basis. The first thing I do when I open my eyelids um, is go to, like, E! News, which is really sad, but you know what? I'm living for it. And actually, speaking of E! News, I have a very scandalous story about E! News, and it's either my fourth or fifth story of the day, and it's heartbreaking news, and I couldn't even believe when I read it I was reading what I was reading because I was like, this can't be possible. There's no way, but it is possible. By the way, if my energy level seems a little bit intense right now, I'm a little bit tipsy and I haven't had a cocktail in quite some time. Um, so I just don't know how to sort of tone it down right now, but you have to forgive me because this is, I think, my 200, 261st episode of doing this incredible podcast. Self-proclaimed incredible, but I, 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 just, I love what I do and I'm so grateful for it. And you know, I've, I've given this spiel many a time. But anyways, okay, so our second, let's just talk about this. Um, on Wednesday, August 5th, the agency executed a federal search warrant at the 23-year-old YouTuber Stars Calabasas, California home. The Bureau confirmed to E! News that the search warrant is part of an ongoing investigation related to, quote, allegations of criminal acts surrounding the incident at Scottsdale Fashion Square in May 2020. A spokesperson for the FBI's Phoenix unit said a search warrant was also executed in Las Vegas. The FBI declined to comment further as the affidavit is sealed. The internet personality, that being Jake Paul, uh, has not yet addressed his millions of fans publicly about this on any social media platform, nor has he posted anything in general since August 2nd. An attorney, an attorney for Paul said to E! News, in a statement, quote, we understand that a search warrant was executed at Jake's Calabasas home this morning, and while Jake was out of state, we are still gathering information to cooperate with the investigation. In the photos taken by the paparazzi, a large unit of people dressed in uniform and gear to conduct the search can be seen outside of his home. According to a source, they arrived at Paul's house around 6.45 a.m. local time and remained for about two hours. Upwards of 20 vehicles were estimated to have driven into Paul's property with another five on the road. Paul, who was amassed more than 20 million subscribers to his YouTube channel, is no stranger to controversy in June. He was charged with the criminal trespass and unlawful assembly for being a, at a protest that was declared unlawful. Police also alleged he illegally entered um, and remained inside the in Arizona Mall when it was closed. Uh, quote, following the riots and looting that occurred on the evening of May 30th, 2020 at Scottsdale Fashion Square Mall, the Scottsdale Police Department received hundreds of tips and videos identifying social media influencer jo Jake Joseph Paul, 23, as a participant in the riot, police said in a statement at the time, our investigation has revealed that Paul was present after the protest was declared an unlawful assembly and the, rioter assembly, and the rioters were ordered to leave the area 
by the police. Prior to the charges, Paul denied any allegations that he participated in looting and vandalism. Um, and then the article goes on to uh, elaborate and cooperate, basically, basically him defending himself being where he was. So I, I know that the Paul brothers have been involved in some controversy. I know the exact details of this situation, but I know that uh, during the time of you know the height of the BLM protests in LA, I was reading a lot of. I was reading everything, and I know that Logan Paul or Jake Paul, I'm sorry, was at the mall, and he was something happened and. Because there was a lot of looting going on. Um, yeah, I, I just I decided to choose a story because I like the Paul brothers. I think they're really entertaining. I think they're really talented. And what they have created literally out of nothing is incredible. Um, but it's genuinely quite shocking. And I think uh, as about a, a part of... As a pot. I can't believe I actually said that. Y- you know what's really interesting? I've been in Boston. You guys, I'm very tipsy right now. I can't even handle it. Um, when I'm The longer, the more... Yeah, time I spent at home in Massachusetts, I pick up that Boston accent, which is like elongated vowels. And usually when I come home, I come home for maybe a week and then I'm out and I go back to LA. But I've been home almost for a month now because I needed, you know, fresh air and my parents have a little bit of land where I can walk out my front door and not have to wear a mask. But I wear a mask everywhere around town. But like in LA, I live in an apartment complex where when I walk out my apartment door, I have to wear a mask because within the proximity of the complex... Um, you have to wear a mask and happily to oblige because, of course, I'm one of the people in this world who wants everyone to be safe and I know that COVID is a real deal and it's not a hoax. I say all that to say I love the Paul brothers and I hope this all works out, but I know Calabasas, California. Um, it's where the Kardashians live there in Hidden Hills because my best friend is from Calabasas and it's a very upscale area. Um, it's, you know, older couples who are more retired and very well off, um, and I like going there because they have great restaurants and beautiful homes and gated communities. It's almost like the OC only, there's no ocean there. It's sort of like that. You, everybody lives in a gated community. Um, but yeah, it's really interesting and I hope everything works out and I hope that he, you know, didn't commit a crime because, you know, who wants to deal with that these days? Okay. Um, the third story I have for you today has to do with one of the most handsome men ever, one of my favorite, favorite 90210 alums and Desperate Housewives alum. That is, of course, Brian Austin Green. And this is from TMZ. Again, Brian Austin Green roasts Megan Fox for... Achingly beautiful MGK post. Brian Austin Green is still hurting over the Megan Fox breakup, and he's not hiding it. He's mocking her love for Machine Gun Kelly by waving their kids in her face. Um, Meg took to Instagram Wednesday to post a photo of her and Machine Gun Kelly, both in towels, um, posing for a steamy mirror selfie with a gushing caption, quote, uh, achingly beautiful boy, my heart is yours. Ah, good for her, right? Not in Brian's book. Megan's post seemed to have Brian Austin Green feeling some sort of way. Um... Based on his blistering public response, he posted four photos of his sons, three of them being Megan's, Bodie, Journey, and Noah, but his caption was a dragger. Beautiful boys, my heart is yours. He added the same achingly beautiful line, but he's, but said his heart belongs to his sons. It's an obvious shot with not-so-subtle message being, we think, we as in TMZ. Don't forget, you got kids who deserve your love and attention too. Bitter, table for at least one, maybe two. Okay, now I'm a huge proponent of not getting involved when you wake up with someone, you're done, you move on. But I I mean, when you share kids with someone and that participant is then involved with somebody else, it's dicey. It's really tough because you obviously want your children to, especially at a younger age, and it looks like Brian Austin Green and Megan Fox's children are um, not toddlers, but you know, they're younger. You want your kids to adhere to normal values and, uh, I guess, day-to-day functions as they did prior to maybe the split or the breakup. 
I don't think when Megan Fox posted this photo with Machine Gun Kelly, there was any animosity or it was posted as a shot at Brian Austin Green. And anyway, I think they're literally just expressing their affection and love for one another. And I think that happens. Sometimes people really just connect on a different kismet level. And I think that might have happened with these two. I think Brian Austin Green is so handsome and he probably is in love with Megan Fox. She's probably one of the most beautiful women in the world. She kind of looks like Ashwarya Rai, Kim K, like all the most beautiful women in the world, but in one woman. She's talented. She has beautiful children. And I can understand why Brian Austin Green is probably feeling some sort of way. I get it. I'm a guy. He's a guy. Like, I get it. Even though, you know, I like guys and he likes girls. I get it. Like, I totally understand it. But I think when it comes to something like family values and children, we got to dial it down and keep it hush-hush because, you know, it's very personal. It's very touchy subject. And, you know, if you if he were to allegedly have felt some sort of way, I think you probably should just hit her up via text and be like, honey, your kids miss you. Now, I myself am a very, very vocal person. I am the most antagonistic, vicious, and probably passive-aggressive gal around town. But that being said, if I had kids, which I don't, I wouldn't do that. I would know there was a line in the sand drawn, and I'm all about erasing that line and just acting out on impulse and whatnot, but I get it. So, Brian Austin Green, if you need a friend to talk to, hit me up. My Instagram is at andrewdebitrewandierwdebitrewandierwdebitrewandierwdebitrewandierwdebitrewandierwdebitrewandierwdebitrewandierwdebitrewandierwdebitrewandierwdebitrewandierwdebitrewandierwdebitrewandierwd
oh, that fabulous girl, Jess, Jess, oh my gosh, she left to do a podcast and she did an incredible episode with Jennifer Lawrence. She left because of pay, pay disparity. Uh, oh, Cat Sadler, Jess, Cat Sadler. I loved them. They were like the trifecta. They were it. They were the bee's knees for me. So this is really sad. This is like, this, you know, this, this aches my heart. But I understand that NBC Universal is probably has cut costs because like everyone in the world, the entertainment industry is just suffering due to the, you know, the, the pandemic and people have to cut costs and, you know, you got to do what you got to do. So this is really sad. But I think given the fact that we're in a world where you can get information from the E! News Instagram and or website, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm understanding this, which I, I hate to say that because I, I'm pop culture podcast. I give the news via my, my show and I never want to see people out of work. That's why this is so hard, but you know, it's a really tough time and everybody has to make changes and, you know, sort of, uh, amend their day-to-day operations. So it's really sad news, but I hope all of those, um, employed by, uh, news pop of the morning and, you know, in the room are hired at other companies because they're talented and they, you know, like me love pop culture. So my condolences and I hope you all find fabulous jobs because you, my friends, are the hardest working people in town. Okay. And thus, we have our final story of the day. Um, Actually, I guess this is... Oh, yeah, my fifth story of the day. Uh, This is from E! News. Speaking of, you know, all things pop culture and where I get my incredible stories. Cameron Diaz says she, quote, found peace only after retiring from acting. Okay, now Cameron Diaz hasn't done a movie since Annie 2014. One of my favorite movies of all time, and um, Cameron Diaz, Quavin Jene Wallace, Jamie Foxx, Rose Byrne, Bobby Cannavale, fantastic cast. One of my favorites, a progressive look on the classic, which is Annie. Um, but Cameron Diaz has, has retired. She had a baby who nobody has seen, Radix, um, with uh, one of the Madden brothers, and she's married, and, you know, siblings with uh, Nicole Richie. She was at Jennifer Lawrence's wedding, which is just, she's just doing her own thing. She's worked so hard. She's, you know, living her best life. Okay. Cameron Diaz's decision to retire at what was seemingly at the height of her career was met with skepticism at the time, but it's now clear that it was the best move for the Hollywood starlet. As she explained to Gwyneth Paltrow for the latest episode of, quote, In the Goop Health, the sessions, Cameron's devotion to her career meant that she never made, quote, any space for her personal life. Quote, I just decided I want different things out of my life. I had gone so hard for so long working, making films, and it's such a grind, she said. When you're making a movie, it's a perfect excuse. They own you. You were there for 12 hours a day, for months on end. You have no time for anything else. Moreover, the Charlie's Angel star said that her life in the spotlight was draining, something that Gwyneth said she, quote, could understand, of course. Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow is a starlet, much like Miss Diaz. They're just starlets. I mean, Gwyneth Paltrow and Shakespeare in Love is one of the greatest films and performances of all time, my not-so-humble opinion. So, continuing this article, quote, It's so intense to work at that level and be that public and put yourself out there. There's a lot of energy coming at you all times when you're visibly as an actor and you're doing press and putting yourself out there, she shared, adding that she is particularly, particularly, quote, sensitive to the energies of other people. But Cameron said that when she turned 40, wow, she's 40 years young and she looks not a day over 20. Um, But Cameron said that when she turned 40, she decided to find herself and become, quote, self-sufficient again, especially since she had been catered to so much in her career. Um, when Gwyneth asked what it felt like to leave that past behind, Cameron responded, quote, like peace, a piece of my soul, because I was finally taking care of myself. She credited husband Benji Madden with guiding her through what she described as, quote, a painful journey of self-discovery. Quote, I broke that mirror about a thousand times, and when he put it up to me, I was like, I hate you, don't show me that. And he was like, look, bitch, look. She laughed. Thank God for him. Uh, the pair married in 2015, led a quiet life, 
lead a quiet life, but as of late, the mascot star couldn't help but gush over her seven-month-old daughter, Radix Madden. She recently told Jimmy Fallon that she's overjoyed to live in a, quote, little bubble with her baby amid the pandemic. Before my baby was an excuse to stay home, um, now she said, uh, I don't have to make that excuse. It's just what it is. I get to be with her. Um, okay, first and foremost, I'm sorry, I had a little bit of a word vomit over that. I'm literally so tired, and I've been going for almost 20 hours today, so I, I just, I don't, but I needed to do an episode because it's, like I've said many a time, it's very cathartic for me, and it's therapy. Doing my podcast is therapy for me. So thank you for being my therapist, all my fabulous listeners. Okay, I totally understand it. Cameron Diaz literally was the toast of the town. She was like the Jennifer Lawrence over her time, and literally just banger after banger after banger. Banger, so many great movies, and she's a very talented actress, and she was all over the red carpet, the toast of the town. Um, so she has every right to deserve, you know, peace and quiet and just to live her damn life because she probably amassed a fortune just, I mean, not alone from Shrek uh, as Princess Fiona, one of my favorite roles of Cameron Diaz. But yeah, well-deserved, well-deserved Cameron Diaz. You live your damn life. You raise your daughter. You have a happy marriage. You, you know, spend that hard-earned money, and, you know, you be happy, girlfriend, because you gave us so many years of classic films and just funny funny moments of through interviews or whatnot so i just you know what i totally support and understand why she wants to take some time off and everybody who works really hard and lives a very public life i totally understand it i mean me myself being the mistress of pop culture i'm always in the public eye so it's like so hard and you know i just i can totally understand it i mean I, i'm i'm totally at cameron diaz's level like the paparazzi's hounding me right now they're outside my window just like taking photos of me recording an episode of my car which is like literally so good but i'm like literally loving i'm just kidding guys like literally knows who i am nobody knows who i am but you know that's just me <laughs> all right everybody um this is probably the messiest most tipsy episode i've ever done of the mistress of pop culture but you know what i'm living for it and i'm just being my authentic self so thank you so much um i am so grateful for my loyal listeners this has just been an incredible experience doing this um please check out my uh my other episodes on itunes spotify Castbox, radio public uh apple podcasts uh and basically anywhere else where podcasts stream and um uh yeah i have a great great library of totally authentic weirdness and uh you know my unique take on pop culture stories occasionally dip into politics but you know whatever we'll see all right everybody thank you so much have a great 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 thursday be safe wear a mask be kind to one another and um i'll chat with you all later all right bye